Y'all, welcome back. I am super excited this week. Uh, doing another God talk, doing another God interview. Uh, Vance, star of the show, uh, you know, my co-host, uh, is an atheist, as we know. And Gabe Hodge is this week's interviewee. Uh, he's a Christian, has been, uh, honestly, since as long as I've known him. And I first met him in seventh grade. Vance actually knew him uh, from preschool. Now, the reason I'm telling you this, we would normally would have gone over that, but... The audio got corrupted or something, uh, so the first 15 minutes of this got deleted. We blame Ryan, our sound guy. Don't worry, he's getting fired on Monday. Vance and I are going to go talk to Shelly in HR and uh, get all that paperwork filed. But uh, basically, the long and short of it is, you know, we talked about growing up together, talked about our beliefs. Uh, we, the three of us, were pretty strict Calvinists for a bit. At least Vance and I were more, maybe more so than Gabe. But anyways, we, we talked about that, and you know, we kind of caught up a little bit. And Gabe had a great point that I'm going to poorly summarize. I wish we still had the audio. But he said that he doesn't like to view Christianity as just a list of don'ts. And the way we were raised and the way we grew up was very similar to that. And nowadays, he doesn't see that being the point. And he, it, again, he framed this way better than me. I, I, wish, I wish we still had it. But regardless, that was the only thing that you really need to know uh, moving forward. Because the audio does pick up right as we get into the meat of the episode, right as we get uh, really kicked off. So thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Okay, guys, a uh, little technical difficulties. Uh, Ryan in the booth, he's, he's really slacking the day. Uh, honestly, Ryan, one more, bro, and you might be fired. I'm just saying. And I like putting that out there on the air. I'm sorry to, to put you on blast publicly, but Ryan, you're kind of fucking up, bro. You're going to watch not a, Yeah, not a lot of people know, but Ryan is our like tech. He's, he's behind the scenes. He does all the mic ups. He does all the cues. Yeah, usually really good. Slack in the night. He's really messing. He keeps cutting Gabe out. Yeah, Gabe, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll, I will slap Ryan personally if he does. Better wash your back, Ryan. <laughs> Actually, yes, you should. <laughs> so I don't know how much we even lost or was cut out. So we're just gonna we're just gonna start with a new question here. Is there anything recently that has made you question your faith or question that maybe there is something or isn't something? Is there any moment recently that you can point to that made you ask questions? Uh, Gabe, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, preparing for this podcast, honestly. Genuinely. Um, I did a lot of thinking. I stayed up. I woke up early thinking in the middle of the night. I had to get out of bed. I had to start writing. I had to start watching um, YouTube videos, podcasts. I had to deep dive into topics I never would have done. I had to, to ask old questions um, that I had forgotten were important to um, come back to, I gained a totally new understanding. We were talking about it earlier, a totally new understanding of how to respond to someone who loses faith. I never even asked myself that question ever. It, you don't, you don't, that's not something they teach you in Sunday school. Well, okay. So here kids, uh, this is what happens when someone loses their faith. Well, you, you just don't go there, right? Like you don't even wait until the harder questions until you're much later in your faith. And so having that question come up of, for someone to teach you, here's a good way to go through doubts with someone. I mean, we kind of, but for someone who is already so far down that road, they've, they've already made the decision. I'm gone. Um, I'm out. We don't, we don't, really know I wasn't really taught how to deal with that. So I kind of yeah. had to go ex explore that topic. 
Interesting. It, it's, it's, I woke up this morning and a couple of mornings and stayed up some late nights, but I woke up today at five o'clock and rewrote because the entire script that I sent you, uh, Gabe, you know, because you read it, Vance, just pretend you read it. Uh, I, I revamped literally everything. I woke up this morning and was like, it's not right. I want to do this better. Like, and I, 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 it's, this is a topic that is, it's, it's something that I don't necessarily think about often, but when I do, I realize it carries weight. It has merit. I, I, I care about it, and at least as much as I want it to be as clear and, and as understandable as possible, because everybody has faith, even if it's just in yourself, even if it's in, you know, what it doesn't matter what it's in. You, you can be a Buddhist, you, you can be a Jew, you can be, a, it doesn't matter, but what, everybody has something, and to each person, it's real. And so I, it's something that's, it's not trivial, at least to me, although I, I tend to make light of everything in my life. I, jokes is how I just kind of express everything, but it's, it's not a joke. It's kind of a, it, it's, it's a real thing. Vance, have you had anything that ever, anything recently that made you wonder like, Ooh, maybe there is a God or anything like that. I, I think my, my, my thing is, is the podcast with Steve where I was like, you know, I haven't not thought about this for like 10 years. Like I have, I, I kind of put this away and I was like, okay, figured out that religion is bullshit. And I got angry a little bit, and then I was like, "All right, I'm done. Like, I'm I don't want to be angry anymore. Let's just put it away." And then him bringing it up was like, "Oh, there's all these things stuck in my brain that I remember from back then." But then mm-hmm. it was almost like it was a different perspective of like, Steve's a great guy, and like he's a great person, and if he's helping people, whatever. Yeah. In, in religion, like, who cares? You know what? Like, because I was thinking about it since that podcast, I was thinking about like his congregation, like there are people that are dealing with stuff that we deal with every day. And that's cool that they have Steve who to like talk to them about it and like help them out with their problems and stuff like that. And I don't think Steve's going to like cram religion down their throats or anything like that. I think he's just going to be there for those people. And that's cool. Like that's cool that he's in that role. Should he pay taxes? Yes. Should. should uh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll join you uh, on that one. Should, should homosexuals, like homosexuals, I'm saying homosexuals, which is weird. Like, why am I saying that? Like, should people be like in any way treated differently for their gender or their, or their sexual preference? Absolutely not. But Steve's a good guy. And like, I don't know, it made me think a lot about that. Like that, Interesting. yeah, that, that podcast, like made me think, a lot about like who I am now. And like, honestly, I'm just tired of dealing with that. Yeah. Like you kind of put it behind you after you get out of your twenties, which is interesting. That is interesting. Interesting. Okay. So then I guess I kind of, I mean, you, you kind of teed it up. What do you miss most? Or do you miss anything about being a, a practicing Christian or, you know, a Oh my God, this is a good question. I didn't, I didn't read any of this, but absolutely 100%. Yes. I miss church. I miss the choir. I miss like, I, I like, I miss that. Um, and I, I've talked to other atheists about this, but like, I wish there was a thing where we all got together on a day and we're random people and we sang songs together and we talked about like uplifting stuff and we all like went home and like had a great day. You just like, described would- a fish show. Yeah, but like a fish show doesn't happen every Sunday where I can go. Like I wish there was like an yeah. atheist version of that, and there actually is That's in funny. some places. Yeah. Oh, non-denominational. But I'm there. not gonna go to it. That's, That's the thing. thing. You know. So I yeah. missed that though. 
Dude, that's crazy. I have written down music, uh, specifically Southern Baptist church choirs, even more specifically black Southern Baptist church choirs. And maybe it was just the ones I went to, but we grew up, I don't don't know why, but my dad always took us to predominantly black churches. We, this is what he always went to as a kid. I remember your church, dude. Oh, dude. I 35. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, Oh. I don't want to say the name just because I don't know if they want to be associated with my ignorant ass, but that literally that was some of the best, like, I don't know if, I don't know if Ryan friggin' messing up in the booth lost that ad, but Vance did say earlier how all three of us at least had moments when like, I used to stand up and raise my hand and like feel the spirit. And like, I can't deny that still to this day. I don't know what I felt. I can't call it anything other than God. I don't, I can't call it anything else because I don't know what to call it. So I I felt that there is a power in maybe it's just the human spirit. Like if you want to call it that, that's fine. Because I don't know. Like, yeah, I will take that stance hard and fast as I can't prove one or the other, but the feeling, the vibe, the collective community. What was, was Joe, my question Everybody you, singing was beautiful. What was more powerful, the feeling you felt at a fish concert or that feeling? Uh, fish concert got helped by some, we'll say, extracurricular. Doesn't matter. Doesn't things. matter. Doesn't <laughs> matter. It doesn't, qu- matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. <laughs> my question, my I would be intrigued if I could find a church that wouldn't judge me. <laughs> For taking said extracurriculars and showing up, I'd be start one. I need to start one. That. So were you were you better at lifting weights and competing in track before you did drugs or performing and dancing drugs? You know, do you, do you, did you enjoy that experience better? Dave, do you want the truth? I'm in better shape now than I've ever been. Great. I'm just making a a, a point for what Vance is saying. <laughs> oh, no. Vance is ridiculous. Oh, oh, you mean, yeah, no, yeah. Dudes, dudes that are on steroids, are they faster now? Are they stronger now? But no, I, I get, um, I mean, obviously there's, it's different. There's a rule in this podcast. Don't listen to anything I say. Listeners, don't listen to anything I say. I love it. I love it. But no, it's no, it's, it's I mean, that's a great point. But I think there's something simply about, you know, obviously, I mean, and Gabe just to, to pull from the butt, where two or more are gathered in my name, even if it's not necessarily Jesus's name, if it's gathering for the purpose of positively interacting and bringing hope and light and joy, that idea, everyone showed up with the intention of positivity. I think that alone brings out a good feeling. Yeah. Gabe, do you, do you feel that it, it is almost required to add the, the God aspect to it? Um, it's, look, it's great to, to gather with people. Y'all talked about it in Steve's episode. We're, we're a communal being. I mean, yeah, we, we, as a species, we need that. Yeah, we, we need people. We need community. We need people to share our experiences and uplift each other and provide encouragement because life sucks. Life's hard, right? <laughs> like some, sometimes it, it just kicks your ass, um, you know, uh, but the, the good times – aren't really spent in isolation. Like someone else is there experiencing it with yeah. you. Yeah. And that's super important. And I would, I would argue is creator driven, you know, mm. that's but, fair. Oh, no, that's, that's yeah. totally fair. Interesting. Um, what were you talking about? How can we talk about the toxic? Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I shared. I thought you did. Yeah, no, the yeah. the, the forceful. I mean, we all did. Oh, kind of okay, the, okay, yeah. The embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Here's the and that last question. The what do you miss most? That was a Gabe question. Uh, what do you miss least, Vance? What, what's the what's the thing? What what are you glad to not oh, have? To just do? Ha- having to like just do it all, man. Just like go to church. Like having to actually like oh like sometimes it does kind of suck. Like even if I was like a believer right now, I'd be like. Yo, Sunday, like I have to wake up tomorrow and I have to go to church. And I have to like, I, I don't like going like everyone of my neighbors knows I don't small talk. I, I hate small talk. I will not do it. 
and they know it and they will just say hi Nance and they would go because they know Lauren has made the mistake where she talks to everyone so oh, now I can't get I, yeah, and but Lauren we had a now, plumber over, and she just starts talking. I'm like, "Will you shut the fuck up and let him <laughs> fix our fucking sink?" Stop. Y'all are such lawyers. That's such typical yeah, lawyer. You know, yeah, we know what I'll do. I'll prepare them like tea or coffee, and I'll just do that, and I won't talk to them. Yeah, here's some <laughs> coffee. No, I'm not kidding. Here's some coffee. Go yeah, do the job I'm just, paying you to do. I'm right. not here to be your friend. Um, yeah. So I will. So I'm that. I I am very glad that me and Lauren actually joke about it sometimes because some of our friends go. Actually, we never joke about this. What I'm saying, I'm never, oh, 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 yeah. What if we don't have to go to church? No, one time our friends went to church and they invited us, and we were like, "Yeah, I'm glad I don't have to go. I'm glad I can just wake up and be a little hungover." That's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> the, ir- the irony of yeah, man, I, I like church, like singing songs, yeah, and getting, I love getting it. together. I really miss church. Was so great, but you know what? The shittiest part was getting together for having a good attitude. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> the, the the only thing I miss is uh, the guilt over supposed sins, and I, I think that's not necessarily fair. Wait, you miss to... that? No, he doesn't. No, I don't. The thing that oh, I that, okay. the 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 literally constant, ever present guilt of every time I cussed, or every time I masturbated, or every time I did anything that was put. Now, I don't think that's fair to place on Christianity. No. I think that is an age thing where I'm guessing a lot of Christians nowadays, if you're in your thirties or whatever, you probably don't care if you, you, don't you probably that. don't feel that guilt. So maybe I am, I am misrepresent, misrepresenting it. I don't know. Misallocating it. I don't know what word I'm going for here, but like maybe that's not necessarily on the fault of religion itself, as I mean, opposed to just, yeah. that's who, that's just how you feel as a kid maybe. But I definitely, that was the one thing that when I finally did decide to, you know, I'm, I'm done with church. I mean, again, I still believe in God, but I, I don't care about those the strict rules and interpretations anymore. So that was kind of a, a thought road that I went down. Like, where did that come from? Where did this re- religion equals don'ts for our childhood? Yeah. Where yeah. did that come from? I and I was thinking one. about it. Well, I would say mostly our parents because they were our authority figures. They were religious themselves, sure. But what's the easiest? You're a parent, Joe. What's the easiest? fastest way to get the result you want from your kid. Don't do that. You're about to fall off the couch and crack your head open. Is it easier for me to say, now here's all the consequences. 10 years from now, here's those consequences. Here's my consequences. Here's our insurance company's consequences. Mm -hmm. The easiest and fastest way is don't. So that's that's where I think our don't culture comes from. And Mm. now the religious aspect of that, I think is from our parents kind of way over emphasis of joining religion as a part of your identity. And that was kind of a thing, it seems like. When I talked to my parents and my relatives and stuff, they were very much interested, like, oh, what what college ministry were you in? Like, And that was all your friends. That was all of what you believed. That was who you hung out with all the time. So it, it was this intertwining of identity and religion. You know how we say identity politics? Yeah. Now, there's like different ebbs and flows for generations. I, I mean, if I'm going to, you'll probably cut this, Joe. But um, now I think we're kind of seeing a, a identity sexuality. Like what pronouns do you have in your bio? You know, mm-hmm. like that's super important for people. So there's kind of an ebbing and flow of that. I think that's where ours came from. Absolutely. Well, and let me be clear. I don't do any of the editing. It's, it's all Ryan. So Ryan, of course. get your shit together. Get your stuff together, Ryan. Ryan. Damn, Ryan. You are about to be fired. You yeah, suck. He is, he is on the edge, bro. On the edge. He sucks. He does suck. <laughs> no, he really does. No, Ryan is garbage. Like nothing personal, Ryan, but you get your stuff together. Nothing personal, but you need to find God, Ryan. <laughs> 
Okay, um, so let's uh, let's dive a little bit deeper now. Uh, this is a Gabe question, so I guess Gabe, if you want to ask me or just I'll I'll say the thing you say. Anyways, Gabe asked me why did you bring me Gabe here to talk about faith deconstruction, a topic that is personal and weighted, doesn't happen on accident. So why do you talking about why does Joe and Vance need Gabe to discuss the topic? Um, and dude, I'll, I'll level with you, man. The last time that we hung out in person was uh, downtown on Sixth uh, Street. We had uh, we had a couple of a couple of brews, and at the <laughs> at the time, um, I genuinely thought you were on the same couple of brews, couple of couple of brews, couple of brews, getting a couple of brews on Sixth Street. Yeah, we just had uh, a couple get, of beers on Sixth Street. Sixes up. Get your sixes up. <laughs> Uh, but no, dude, honestly, man, I thought the last time we, I mean, besides your wedding, but that doesn't count because I, as, as we've all been married, your wedding day is a blur. You, you try to interact and be nice, but it's just your deal, whatever. So I honestly thought you were no longer of the Christian belief. I was ready to discuss, this is a theme I'm noticing on every one of my podcasts besides Vance, because I can always count on him to not know what we're talking about and not forget <laughs> anything. I'm hundred percent on those. That's, that's reliability right there. Mr. Reliable. I, mis- I misjudged Steve. I thought I was ready to debate Steve on the possibility of aliens. I misjudged uh, Ashley when we talked, I was ready to, and she was, and I misjudged you. So apparently I'm just going to misjudge every one of my guests, but I thought that you were no longer of the Christian faith. Were were you at least ever at one point feeling like you were falling away or questioning it harder? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm currently in a in a season of distance, I guess you could call it from God, um, where it's like he's just been backburner. I'm I'm not actively, constantly um, contributing to that two way relationship exchange, right? And at, at least in a very traditional Christian understanding, but. What I say, I'm falling away. I know we are hating on that term right now. I, I don't. I don't it's, it's semantics. We know what I mean. Sure. I don't think so. I'm not. I'm definitely not actively deconstructing my faith. Um, but uh, uh, you know, if you were to ask me, well, are you passively deconstructing your faith? Uh, whatever. You know, no one has asked me that. Just for the record. But um, you could make a decent argument for that. But no. Just like I started at the beginning of the podcast. No, I, I'm a Christian. I do believe Jesus died for my sins. Like I accepted him as Savior. That's still all true. Dude, well, but Gabe, you coming on, I mean, to our three listeners, <laughs> but I, 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 I know it's, I'm being facetious, but like you coming on and talking about that, it's like pretty cool. Like uh, that's hard to do. Um, and, and I don't think most people who, most people won't understand unless you've been in this situation, but like what you're doing and what talking about is like really courageous to me. Like, I think that's. It's hard to do, like to 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 talk about that kind of stuff, and and to actually like put it out there that you're actually like struggling. Like I feel like that's kind of shunned in a way. Um, so the fact that you're doing it is pretty cool to me. I mean, I think that just we've we've matured, right? Like we've grown up. We're 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 older now. We've had more life experiences. We've experienced more. Um, defeat or uh, depression or loss. You know, we've experienced other things because back then when we were teenagers, this was our life. You know, like we put everything, this this was our identity in a lot of ways. Oh, you're a Calvinist. Oh, wow. That's me too. Like we're all gung ho. Yeah. Um, it's that it, it, you mature. There's more to life um, than just that. Like y'all, yeah, I could, my brain is going in a bunch of different re- directions of research yeah. that I had. So I'm going to really try to stay on track. Well, what I'm trying, trying to say is like, like, dude, it's like cool that you're doing it because 
the fact that you're able to talk about it and like willing to talk about it and are willing to be like, I guess it's like the willing willingness to be real and to be honest and to be forthcoming. Cause I feel like there is a thread of, of especially in religion where it's like, if you're not perfect, you're fucking up. And the fact that you're willing to go the all like that's, that's, that's really genuine. And I feel like if, if, if I was, going to believe in in jesus or something like that like you talking about that and sharing that it's like that would that would make me want to believe in in it and like i think it's cool well i mean of course it's encouraging for me to hear you say that right because i do i mean it's one of our questions when am i going to stop proselytizing i'm not but where's the line is i know we'll get to that later but just as a general part of my belief in personality. No, I'm not going to stop. But so of course it's encouraging. And so as long as we're leveling and being real, I'm going to get real, get real a little bit too. I was actually super nervous um, to get on this podcast with Vance for the first time in almost seven years. Okay. Yeah. I actually looked in Facebook and in my phone for text messages between us. Yeah. The, the last text I got from you was September 27th, 2013. And the last last face last Facebook message was June seventh, twenty twelve. Last Facebook comment, well, and something of mine was June fifth, uh, twenty thirteen. So that's on me too, okay? Because I I think I I texted you once or twice like a year later, yeah. and I'm I'm not blaming. I'm just like saying the you know the relationship counselor I feel statements, you know, that are like mm-hmm. really whatever. <laughs> I, it 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 hurt, and I mean I. I there's there's a lot of two-way healing that needs to happen. So I really appreciate you saying that, Vance. I really do. Yeah. Well, more of it, to be honest, like more of it was like I was scared. Like I, I'm scared with all the people that are religious and I'm not now. And I'm scared to, to talk to them, I guess. Like Steve, I was scared to talk to. You are scared. I was scared to talk to because like I was afraid of – what was going to happen. But then when it happens, it's like with anything, it's like, nah, it's man, it's bad. cool, man. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> yeah, we're just talking about Halo and shit. Like, like, it's fun. We, we have that insane luxury. And this walk down memory lane that I did and looking through those text messages, it's still, it, my eyes are welling right now. And you won't be able to see it because it's pretty, pretty faint. But we, uh, we have such a rich, long, deep, and well-rooted friendship circle. We really do. I mean, we are a rare bunch. Um, and that is a luxury that we can draw on to have difficult conversations like this. And hopefully other people will benefit. Hopefully other Christians will learn to step outside of their shell and be like, wait, how do I, in a responsible way, if if I'm loving this person well, how do I actually go about talking to them about their loss of faith? Do they even want to talk about it with me? You know? Having those considerations, if somebody gets at, gets gets that from this podcast, then I think we've succeeded. See, and that's it's interesting. First of all, I love you both. I'm so glad this happened. Just that I can be a part of this moment is amazing. Um, but I tend to find that if I'm hanging out with anybody for a long period of time, if we've been spending, because like you know, we have friends here. Like I live in a very small town now, but like it's fourteen thousand people. So like the few people you do hang out with and you do click with, you end up spending hours together on a Friday night or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it's Ryan, Ryan, that's that. Go, Ryan, go, go Ryan, Ryan, make a note. 
cut that. That's <laughs> not going to be on t- so Ryan. Gross. Listen to Ryan, me. You listen know to when, me. You know when Joe's about to burp that you're supposed you to cut, cut that, that out. out. I, you're on the last thread. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. What is Ooh, this? Hey, Ryan. Oh my God, Ryan. You might. Ryan, be you nailed it. Hold on, Ryan. There. You might be saving your you job. You did right something here. good. Might be saving your job. I don't know if you're biking this up right though, well, Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Well. What I want to know is in this segment, which Smash character is Joe being right oh, now? Ooh, you know I only had one Smash character. You know that there was one and Kirby. only one every time. I, I came to find out later that Kirby apparently is like considered cheating or considered like the no, he out. sucks now. No, I play Smash every day. In the new Smash, they like pulled his powers back. Oh, I play Smash every day. You know what they did? <laughs> Um, what they did with Kirby said, is they, said with the confidence and enthusiasm, like, yeah, I run every 10 day. miles every day. No, I literally I run no, a marathon every day. No, I, I play video I games. Literally, I literally, I get up. If I'm working on like a long day, I'll get up at 6 a.m. I'll log on to Smash at 6.30 <laughs> for the COVID stuff. Like before I would have had a real life, it was different. But like I'll <laughs> log on at 6.30. I will play Smash at 6.30. And I will play against whatever people are up. I don't know who it is. But I'm playing people. And yeah, so what they did with Kirby is they nerfed. So you know how Kirby had that down A move? Down spin B around? when he came the brick? No, no, down A. We spin around? No. Oh, no, oh down, the leg kick. The leg yes, kick. Yes, yeah, 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 spin around. So they delayed it. So it's a delay on it. Uh, so and that was his, one of his best moves. He was so good. Yeah, and he's slower on his um, forward A on the ground. Okay. Um, but so he's been nerfed. He's like slower. He's been nerfed. Is that a is that a yes, game that's term? A term. Come yeah, on, Joe. Yeah, come yeah. On. Come on. Come oh, on, dog. You don't understand. Vance has a whole segment. You've probably listened to him. But I am not. My ear is not to the street. Hey. Oh wait, <laughs> Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's Ryan. not queued up for that. <laughs> but no. So, <laughs> but yeah. So so it is interesting because I tend to bring up religion probably more than most people want to uh be brought up but i bring it up with 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 religious people with a lot of people catholic around here i bring it up with catholics and with atheists alike and i find that if you bring it up respectfully and if you bring it up in a way that is just i want to hear what you have to say not i want to argue you because i disagree with vance and gabe i disagree with you but i don't want to argue that there's no point that at no point in time at the end of this conversation is any of us going to change our minds at least i don't want that to happen so i just want to know what it is you believe. I find that far more interesting than talking sports or talking about our kids. Although I'll talk about endlessly about my kids, Gabe, I'm sure you would too. Like that's just a parent thing, but I would much rather, I would much rather find up. Ryan, swear to God, last yeah. chance, bro. Ryan messed up again, everybody. But yeah, the long and short of it is I, I think it's possible to talk to anyone about anything, politics or religion included, as long as it's not bringing it up to fight. I, I think if you just ask people, which is kind of the point of this this episode. <laughs> Fucking hell. Whoa, whoa. Oh, wow. <laughs> what is this? Oh, my God. Is this – speaking of wanting to talk to people, this <laughs> is – it's Joe's social life with kids segment Yay. and yeah. Gabe's life with kids segment. Yeah. Since having kids, Joe's knowledge of modern world now comes exclusively from the Paw Patrol soundtrack in Frozen. In this segment, we te- we bring that knowledge to the test. Joe and Gabe, I'm asking you both questions about pop culture that are related to our topic. And it's your job to give us an answer. If you don't know, I don't care. 
You're required to give an answer. Rules are rules. You can take your best guess or you can give up. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Either way, I'm going to laugh in your fucking face for not knowing stuff. Anyways, fun. First question. Joe. Star. Oh, my God. See, see, this is where... Man, he's about to get... Ryan, I swear, bro. Ryan is about... To, mm, Ryan, I'm if right you there. weren't Vance's nephew, you'd have been fired. <laughs> I'm right there with him, man. All right, Joe. Um, this man starred in Neighbors. Who is it? He's a prominent atheist. You'll have to tell me first, what is Neighbors? <laughs> is it a Good TV answer. show or a movie? This man also starred TV in Baywatch. TV show or a movie? This man also starred in Baywatch. TV show or a movie? Baywatch and Neighbors. What, and is, he's what young. is Neighbors? Is Neighbors a TV show or a movie? <laughs> young. Jesus young. Christ, answer the question. I'm answering the question. He's young, he's hot, he started in Baywatch, and he started Neighbors. Um, I think I actually, I'm not going to get his name, I'll tell you that right now. I can maybe kind of picture him. At first I thought it was Seth Rogen. Is it the movie Neighbors? Jabe. Zach Efron. Boom! Zach Efron! He got it! Boom! And the next one. I forgot the next one, so that is our segment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Social Life with Kids. Thanks nice. for joining love- in, guys. Absolutely lost control. Roasted. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it happens. It happens Roasted. Waste. So, yeah. So, yeah. Point is, you can talk to people about anything as long as you're not attacking them. Um, we'll try and circle back. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Um, next question. Again, these are, we're going to end with all Gabe questions. Dude, Gabe, I really can't even tell you. When you sent that list back, I like literally like got yeah, let's excited. Get the ghost. I genuinely got excited just because like I was, I was so stoked that you wanted to do this as much as I did. Like clearly it was, it was, you know, whatever. So do you still understand why people have faith? Do you believe it is still necessary today? And do you think Christianity, and I'm going to say this is my part by extension, any and all religions are relevant today? Vance, do you want to start? Because I will if you don't. I wasn't listening. <laughs> I swear to Christ. I'm going to fire you and Ryan. I'm going to contact Shelly. I can tell Shelley you he's not even drunk right now. What's the question? He hasn't even talked to me for years, and I can tell you he's not drunk. He's not drunk. Only worded memo on her desk in the morning. <laughs> They're the firing both What's of the you. question? Do you still understand why people have faith? Oh, I, I wish I had faith. Absolutely. Like, yeah, so Can I ask you why you don't? You, you say because it's not real. Because it's not real, dude. I wish it was real. I wish, like, I wish there was some person, some, like, godfather that was looking over me, some mystical figure that was looking over me and looking out for me. That'd be great. But that's not real. So, yeah, yeah. yeah like, like I, I can't I, prove it one way or the other. I know that. Yeah, like, uh, that would be amazing. Like, yeah, there's supernatural. Dude, if you could actually, like, walk on water, yo, that'd be that'd be really good for uh, um, someone that was into uh, water aquatic sports or something. Like, yeah, Michael Phelps cool. could set another record. <laughs> yeah, he'd be good. But, yeah, like, uh, of course, I, I wish I, I – like, why would you not want to believe in heaven? Oh, like, that's that's why I asked that. Kind of I was, I was surprised you. by your answer last week when I said, "What do you want to have happen? Not what do you think? Not what do you know? Because whatever. But what do you want?" And I, I was surprised and glad to hear that you want everybody to get together again. 
Well, I think my, my question is what, what kind of fucked up person doesn't want people to be happy when they die? Well, I think some people find it they are happier if they do have nothing. I think some people just hate everything so much that they'd rather just quit. At oh, the I end, get that. At, when the finish line hits, there's nothing else. To okay, so done. so I get wanting to it all to end. Like I get like like having pressure and like because I own a, a business, I own a law firm, and like I get like having the pressure and like dealing with like your past and like your childhood and like wanting it to not. Wanting all that to go away. I get that. Like, I totally understand that. But if it could go away and then you could just be in heaven, why not have that option? No, that's the best option. That's what yeah. I genuinely hope. I, I hope. And look, I admit I've never actually played Minecraft, but I hope that's what heaven is. Everyone gets to build and have and do whatever you want. Yeah. There's no money. There's no social structure. There's no classism. There's no racism, sexism. You can be purple. You can be a woman, you can be a man, you can be genderless, you can be, you can make your character into a unicorn. I don't give a goddamn. You can be whatever you want, you can have whatever you want, and you're allowed to let in whoever you want to let into your circle, and you're allowed to keep out whoever you that's what I picture That's powerful, the most dude. heavenly existence to be is just a, a world that is pure thought. There's no physical resources, you don't have to fight for anything. Everybody has infinite everything. Everyone gets every cheat code you ever want. And the only rule is you're not allowed into my space unless I want you. And I'm not allowed into your space if you don't want me. And that's and it. You can, and you can build whatever you want. You can do Anything, you want. everything. Yeah. I can have a 2,000 foot water slide that goes into a shark tank, but I'm allowed to fight sharks because I've, I've made it up. I can do whatever. That That is a perfect existence to me. What about what a strip club? Can you have a strip club? Uh, as, as, see, that's, that's tough. Yes. In, in my opinion, yes, but you would have to only people that want to strip for it. Cause there are people that want to do that. So as long yeah, as there's someone that wants, as long as it's not a force, cause I, I feel the only reason I feel bad for strippers is I feel bad that if you feel that's the only way you have to make money. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. If money didn't exist, strip clubs wouldn't exist. Just period. Nobody would be dancing up there for free. And maybe you would, maybe you would just have the purest of the pure and whatever, but that's yeah. the, the society, the heavenly existence I want I would be up is there. no one to need for anything ever we only do what we want yeah. that is heaven to me minecraft that genuine I mean, i've actually never played the game it's just what i think the game is <laughs> like how i think you play <laughs> it is like that if you want to spend the time and we all have unlimited hours and you, you're never tired and you're never hungry you eat if you want I mean, you can just build whatever you want you can build anything and everything period forever gabe do you like minecraft heaven uh <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way. It seems pretty simple. Seems like it'd be fun. Uh... <laughs> well, okay. Let me, if you don't mind me asking you this, what do you want? Not think, because of that that implies that we can all argue in facts and data. And what do you want heaven to be? Oh man, see, I, this is off script. I I didn't have. I was not prepared to answer this question, so I hadn't actually thought about that. This question didn't get me up on Wednesday night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there were others in this script that did. So uh, this is not one of them. So I don't know. What do I want? I mean, the the typical Christian version of heaven sounds pretty awesome. Um, of course, I'm less connected to the mothership than I usually have been or in other points of my life. So yeah. um, I'm having to think about that again. It's worshiping God continually all the time. Um the I hand, Sorry. I mean, the hand raising moments. We we talked about it earlier. How there was a nice sense of community and a positivity and all this connection sounds pretty good to me. So anyway, agreed. no, agreed. That, Wait, that what's part, the question? That forever. That sounds dope. I want to know the questions that keep you up, though. 
Um, some of them, some of them in the script were well. Okay, I, I said like I was really nervous to talk to you. That was a huge, a huge piece. Just talking yeah. to Vance and getting an, and back and forth again was very nerve wracking for me. I thought a lot about um, the stuff in Steve's podcast. I didn't want to debate like theology yeah, and stuff. No. No. And and uh, apologetic. I've never been the apologetics, apologetics guy. Y'all were the apologetics guys. I, I, was the I, I, I used to be. Was I? And we used to go downtown to Sixth Street. The bar district would oh, drop her out of oh, bars. Oh boy! Okay. Clock and one o'clock, and we yeah. were standing there with pamphlets. Very, I remember that. Yeah, that's one of the most cringy things I've ever yeah, done in my life. Like, was hand a dude that's definitely had seventeen Jaeger bombs. Hey, you want to talk about Jesus? Like, what are you doing? Actually, what are you seriously doing probably does. Yeah, probably probably does. Does. I mean, if I've had 17 Jaeger bombs, I definitely do. I for sure want to talk about Jesus if I've had 17. All right, so <laughs> let's go to one of the, this one is possibly, well, it's certainly one of the questions. I mean, Gabe, all your questions were good. I'm not even kidding. I was so stoked to read these. So, what do your private conversations with yourself sound like today? Is there any praying? Is anyone else involved? How does that go, Vance? Um, I more think about like how I can better myself as a person. Like mine's more, I think in context of like my marriage, I think I more talk about like, all right, how did I react to this? The thing that Lauren said, or like, if I was like an asshole, was I like, why was I an asshole? Where's that coming from? Usually it's from your childhood and then you trace it back there. And like, there's like a lot of stuff you, you learn in therapy of like, um, equating it to your 90 so like there's like you learn about how part of your brain like most of your brain is like reactionary like goes down to your core beliefs uh, or sorry not core beliefs like core things like instincts of like fight or flight kind of reactions right Mm -hmm. and that's called your 90 and like whenever you're triggered um in in an argument um it, it 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 brings up stuff that brings you back there and you're just in fire flight. And so I try to like, think about like, okay, how was I an asshole in this conversation, which I probably was. So I think more of my stuff is like my like self-worth stuff. I never think about like God or religion or anything like that. Honestly, I think more of it, like how do I be a better spouse? And then probably when I have a kid, probably like how do I be a better parent? You'll definitely think about that's a question. I think that crosses that's any religion, no religion. That's just if you're a parent, if you're a good parent. Yeah. It's just on your mind at all times. Yeah. I think that's that's like where my mind goes. For me, um, I definitely talk to myself. I, I definitely like I will have moments where I, I find myself just asking myself like why did you do that or what do you think is good or whatever. But also I do I do talk to, you know, call it God. Like just because I don't know what else to call it. Call it, you know, the, the ever-present spirit or the universe or fucking that. It doesn't matter. But I genuinely will. Uh, I will look to the sky and I'll smirk. If something's going wrong or something's going good, and admittedly my life, I, I'm Vance, I'm lucky. We, the three of us, we're all lucky. I, my life has had far more good than bad. Certainly by comparison to many other people, my bad is not that bad. I've had some bad. Everybody's had some bad. Most of my life is good. But good or bad, I will look to the sky and smirk and just kind of be like, you know, what are we doing here? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what we, like A, what, like if it's good, like, why do I deserve this? Like, what, are you kidding? Why do I deserve any of it? Like, like, what is that? Thank you. But why? And then B, if it's something bad, I'm, come on, man. What are we? Come on. I mean, and again, I say man because it's just, nah, I'm really trying to rid myself of that. And I know that's just my own semantics. But I, I do that. I genuinely do that, admittedly. 
Gabe, what do you, what is yours like lately? Man, um, there are times of day that I will actually um, pray, and those times are usually putting my kid to bed. Um, that's that's usually if I'm going to pray in a day, that's when it happens. Um, just you know, thanking God for this kid and asking God, you know, help me to help me to be a good parent to this kid. Um, uh, a, a good prayer that I'm probably going to take from talking about this stuff with you guys is God, how can I break the wheel about a lot of this? Don't religion stuff for this kid growing up mm-hmm. and help mm-hmm. help her understand consequences in a in a better way that's mm. removed from that so that's that's kind of a good thing i think to do yo that's huge that's that, hard that that's a hard thing too like mm-hmm. yeah it's like you want to like i'm not saying like i don't think religion is like a i think religion is bad but i, I don't think like the stuff that's in it is bad like and yeah man that's tough like being a good role model and being like and 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 instilling those things yeah that's cool man I like that, that. that's that, that's dope i really i really like that okay so uh next question again these are all game questions uh what expectations about being a christian did you feel were not met now i'll start here because vance i see your face so formulate that because that's I want, I, wherever, you're going, <laughs> wherever you're going i want that to continue um I think, and this is just me, I, again, do not blame Christianity. I think had I been raised Jewish or Buddhist or Christian or Muslim or anything, I think around my early 20s, I would have started questioning any and all of it. Um, I, I think no matter what your religious, what, whatever your religious text is, it's going to have some stuff that's, just to put it nicely, dated everything that was written thousands of years ago is going to contain some stuff. That's not the best look. Like we talked about with Steve, like there are verses in the Bible in Exodus about how it is that you own a slave and how you should treat your slave. Clearly not modern day practical. There's plenty of good in the book. There's plenty but of there's good. also things about homosexuality that, Oh, there's plenty of, there's, but that's any group of people that write down a doctrine. Any group of people that write down their mantras, take it 500 years in the future, that shit's going to be wrong or at least dated. So, I mean, I I don't blame the dated nature of any group or any belief structure. I think no matter what, as a a, a attempted stand-up comedian, I was poking holes at everything. And Gabe, you saw one of my stand-up shows. It was awful. You know that. I enjoyed it. It was awful. Thank you, but it was awful. My parents, I still my think parents about the Dairy great. Queen joke. I love the Dairy Queen joke. I think about it every time I get a blizzard. Flipping that. <laughs> oh, man, that's an old joke. I haven't thought about that until you just said it. But yeah, uh, how they turn the blizzards upside down, it'd be far more impressive if they turned my chicken strip basket upside down and that shit stayed. I'd have been way more impressed. <laughs> point is, my stand-up career did not blossom. But point is, I was, that's what I was doing. I was purposely poking holes, poking holes in everything. So no matter what you had raised me, I would have done that. So I don't blame, I I don't think I had any expectations about Christianity that weren't met. I don't think anything would have met or stood up to the tests of me being a douchebag 22 year old. Vance. What's the question? Fuck you. (laughs) Expectations that you feel like weren't met. Oh, that weren't met. Yo, I don't know, man. Like there are so many, like being like, especially like being in high school and being like a Christian guy, like there's so much, so much stuff you gotta like, and, and Gabe, I, I like hearing you saying the don'ts 
you know, it's a That's bad so thing. Good. That's yeah, so good. Like, yeah. Like I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like it shouldn't be about that. And like the Christians, like, uh, my, um, the guys that I live with in law school, I live with uh, three guys in law school. One of them was a Christian, still is Christian. Um, Catholic, wait, I don't know if he's Catholic now, but I don't know what he is, but he's still a Christian. And he, and we would like be up at night and I would be wasted and I would just be talking to him like, like high and drunk and talking about like religion. And he was a, he's a really, really, really good guy. Shout out to Marty. Um, but he is up, Marty. Yeah, he would talk about like the don't. He would he would, he would talk about it, but not as um, poignant as as you just said, like the don'ts of how he wants to like act. But if I if I'm talking about like what I don't know, like I don't know if you're like a Christian, you're supposed to like. I feel like there was a lot more pressure on us to like act the, the right way and not do the right, like not do not not say the right thing, like. You always have to be like on in a sense of like, if you're a Christian, you have to be like, I don't know. Cause I was like, I, I was like head of the football team. So I had to be like <laughs> in the choir performance and stuff. And it, I think it's more like you think more about what other people are going to think of you than you think about like your relationship Ooh, with God. More of Maybe? the show than yeah. the, the real. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have a relationship with God, but like, I feel like that is kind of hard. And I feel like Steve probably really has a hard time with that too. Like a lot of pressure, damn, dude, self-imposed a lot pressure. of pressure. There's a lot of pressure from God in the Bible and then to pile on all of your peers. So I feel like, yeah, I feel like I was maybe thinking of more, my outside like peers more than I was thinking about like God when I was actually a Christian, but interesting. So it comes to mind. Makes sense. Yeah. That's deep. Gabe. I mean, I, I know, I mean, you're still a Christian obviously, but, it, but is that what did, did any part of the, the idea of the expectations of Christianity, did that help or did that cause or, you know, whatever, whatever period you're in now, is it because of any of that? Um, I, f- I feel like, I guess for for a while before this podcast, I was feeling a little bit of guilt about not being more intentional about practicing my faith. It in preparing for this podcast, I've kind of been able to shed some of that, which has been kind of nice. And of course, I'm going to go for the human route of getting to connect with old friends um, and rebuild bridges there, which I think is super valuable. I've just kind of had it's been a, a interesting flipping of the script to kind of dive into these topics. Um, not in a really a faith shaking way, I would say, because because like y'all were talking about logical things with Steve and y'all know, like anytime we talked about Austin Stone's ter- sermons, I know dig way back, the memories are there. Any anytime we talk about those, I was always really compelled by the conviction um, mm. in the sermon rather than the logic, right? Like the heady stuff didn't, uh, I, I was like, yeah, sure. But that's not going to dig. That's going to not going to penetrate that faith. I was all way. head. I yes, was all head. You were very heady. Yes. Yeah. And um, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. And I, and I would say the church would also say, no, you just, that's how you learn. That's, that's what pierces your faith is your head, mm. head stuff. Um, 
And there's there's positives and negatives and benefits and disadvantages for being a heady person, a handsy person. I know it's a weird way to say that, but being yeah, a, they, that's that. what they say. Tim Keller he says head, heart, hands. That's you you learn and your your faith is pierced by doing acts of mm. you know, whereas your heart is pierced by others. So anyway, I like oh, that's that. that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, I like that a lot. All right. Um, okay, so this one, dude, Gabe, this one genuinely is my favorite question by far. Um, Vance, I'm going to ask you and have you answer because even if I do give my answer to give you time to formulate it, you tend to forget by the time I get back to you. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay so, I'm, right, I'm listening. Vance, yep. if you had stayed a Christian okay, and you were still a Christian today yeah. on April of 20, 2020, oh, I like where that. would you see yourself in five years? Oh, fuck. It, it, Lauren is my wife. Uh, if you had stayed a Christian, do you think you would have met her and married her? She would not have met me. Up. <laughs> no, she'd be like, "Who are you? What is going on?" Okay, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pretend like she's my wife. I converted her to Christianity. We're right on board. Um, damn, dude. I would have been a. Oh fuck! I don't think I would have been married to, to Lauren. I, I think. If I, if I would have like stayed on my path, I would have been like a pastor. I've been Steve. I think. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you have a knack with words. Uh, I mean, obviously. You're oh, word, as word, everyone word on this life. podcast knows. But Ryan is special. Yeah. But- <laughs> He's got a knack um, with those words. Chopping them off. That's what he does. Um, Damn guy. But I, I mean, I always wanted to be a pastor. Like, I always wanted to be like a, a preacher and stuff, which is so weird. Like, if Lauren, I don't even think I've told Lauren. I'm that. stunned to hear you say this. I actually forgot about this. Actually, this was when I was dating someone who I dated in, in college. Oh, yeah. oh, I remember her. Yeah. Um, and what up if you're listening? We'll yeah, say yeah, you yeah. Out there, like, you don't want to be dragged into this. Yeah, she has like a kid now and stuff too. Good for her. Um, she's doing great. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to like minister on campus and stuff. Oh yeah. Like I was like into it, but like that's classic me. Like if it, I'm like all in on whatever. If I'm, you're in it, it's like yes, I'm gonna do this or I'm gonna do this. But if I was still a Christian now, I think realistic. I don't think I would have been a preacher. I think I probably would have gone into a different area of law though. Um. Because my area of law is like more on the surface about making money, which is not. It's about like helping people. But um, I think I would have. I think my liver would be more intact. Ooh, boy. <laughs> A few more brain cells. Shoot. A few more brain cells. My liver and then my lungs from the weed <laughs> would probably be a little bit better. That's about it. Probably same. Lawyer, different area of law, slightly better liver, better lungs. That's my answer. Interesting. My lungs would definitely be better because I wouldn't have smoked cigarettes for 12 years or whatever. Um, but, dude, I'll admit this question uh, when I was – that's it was one of the ones I was mostly thinking about this Hard. morning. It scared me thinking about who I would have – because here, here's who I knew I was at the time. The last I can remember that I was still a devout – Christian and Gabe, you brought up the term Calvinist uh, is definitely where I was. The yeah, time. we were all Calvinists, which is Vance, weird. when you, Dylan, and I yeah. drove to Tennessee for that yep. big Christian, what was that thing in Tennessee? Like, yeah, it was um, 
Passion. Passion. Oh, it was. Yeah. 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 Babe, were you there? Yeah. Yeah. You, were, you didn't ride with us, but you were there. No. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. So yes, that was Kelly probably. Clarkson had just released her since you've been gone. Yes, we were listening to since you've been gone, dude. I'll never forget that you nailed the key change on the, every time we listen to that song. You would yell "fucking key change." Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I guarantee that's the right note. Since you've been gone. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, you it up. Get oh, let's see. Let's see. Keep going, Joe. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's that's the last main point when I when I roll back my you know memories of whatever it, it, I can plant a flag and say for sure I was still on for like I we drove twelve hours or whatever it was from Texas to Tennessee so like that I definitely still cared like I definitely still thing. cared a lot enough so that when we broke up into small groups at that big thing I mean there was tens of thousands of Christians there and we yeah, broke up into smaller groups and, was, and I remember saying straight away I'm a Calvinist in this group and it scared some or whatever but um what was the possible biggest or hardest or predestination was what was probably the, the hardest thing for me to grasp. And then the thing that I jumped onto full force and is definitely the springboard to what I jumped out of the Christian faith because of, because due to predestination as a Christian, as, as a still card carrying Jesus, everything Christian, I still believed nothing mattered. Uh, I was probably at my darkest then um, because I thought no matter what I do, I mean, as long as I don't murder anybody, but I don't have to try. I don't have to care. I don't have to get good grades. I don't have to get a job. I don't have to do anything. As long as I believe in Jesus, as soon as I die, I wake up in this golden roads of gold and silk robes and everything's perfect. So that is the thing that probably fucked me up most, I admit, because I stopped giving a fuck. I didn't care. I, my grades were dropping because we were in college at the time. My grades were dropping. I didn't give because it didn't matter. I had this golden parachute, this holy golden parachute that doesn't matter. Who cares if I end up you know, homeless? Nothing matters. As long as I believe in Jesus, I have this billion-dollar retirement plan after death, and that genuinely fucked me up. So – and for, and here's for the record, I do not blame Christianity for that. I don't even blame Calvinism for that. I'm sure if I was in any religion that put an emphasis on the afterlife, which is a lot of religions, the idea that the afterlife matters so much and that the here and now doesn't matter as much as the afterlife and gaining and getting to like that concept, be it in, in and I don't know anything about Hinduism, but be it Judaism or, or Buddhism or you know name any of the isms. It's all religion. That concept. That right now, working hard, trying today, doesn't matter near as much as what you believe. Therefore, you can get to the next thing. That fucked me up worse than anything in my life. Or, or that how fucked the, me up worse than any drug and any beer yeah. and cigarette, anything. Well, that was the hardest part to wrap my head. That's, I think, the most evil thing about religion is is how about the fact that like your whether or not you want to masturbate is being like watched and yeah. and yeah. like and it's being it's it's being tacked down and like like I wish that had never been a thing too that's something that fucks with the, the, the male psyche and probably female too but I can only speak for my own like Raiden is already I shouldn't be talking about this but whatever he's already he's already exploring shit so I'm already, yeah, I already yeah. sit him down and look I already look him in the I already look him in the eye and I go look uh. man, dad does that all the time your father yeah, I do yeah. that all the time wow. just yeah. do it when you're alone 
I did, that's literally, I had that conversation days ago. So like, look, man, I do that all the time. Wow. I, mean, I, I don't anymore, obviously, because like I have kids, I don't have time. Fucking who has time to jerk sure. off anymore? I don't, but I did. I had to make sure he was well, like the only, I'm probably going to go too hard on it because that feeling every time as just a normal teenager, you have hormones that you have to literally physically release. Yeah, and man. You feel guilt immediately. Yeah. I don't yeah. want him to feel don't that, want, but yeah. that's a whole separate line. Yeah. I, I do believe that I'm a better person right now. Because like physically, I'm in better shape. I have I'm not I don't have a decent job. I'm not rich by any means, but I have a job. And the fact that yeah. I have a job, I don't know that I would have. I really, really don't. I think I would be a piece of shit had I kept down that that nothing matters as long as I get to heaven road. It, see, it, see, it, see, it, see, it, see, see. I oh, this is not part of whoa. the goddamn it, Ryan. Ryan, whoa, whoa, Wait, hold on. Ryan, you're fired, bro. This is the last night. Hold on, hold on. This is the new segment. I'm just adding it right now. Is this Vance saying since you've been gone? Are we going to listen to the whole song? You're going to listen to the whole song? We're going to hear the entire 45 second intro. The whole? For the record, Gabe's, Gabe's vibing. Vance is vibing. Everyone, take a step. I am Everyone, fucking not vibing for the record. Step, step back. I just, hate this. <laughs> Just so sit back. Just, just kind of dance. <laughs> I hate you. No, I don't want to hear you, you say. Come here. Come here. Come here. It's good. Good. Wow. Thanks, Ryan. Good job, Ryan. Good job, Ryan. Way to go, buddy. Thanks, Ryan. No, he did that. At least good Ryan job, you nailed Ryan. that one. At least you nailed that one. Uh, Joe, I'm going to go on record and saying you would be a, not a fucked up person if you were a Christian right now. I think uh, you'd be a good. I think you'd be a good dad and a good person. But I understand your fear. This is a fear. It's like fuck. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Like, what would happen if I was that weird person again? But but that's fucked up because Gabe and Steve are not weird people. They're oh, good there's people. plenty of Christians that are not. Yeah, it's like, plenty of Christians yeah, that didn't like, like so, I blame myself for that. Yeah. That's, that's my own, like, I, that was my own hang-up. And that I would have found that hang-up in any religion, no matter what we had been raised. Yeah. I would have found that hang-up. That, that's on me more than anything else, I admit. What's what's game's answer? Which was the original question? I'm off of it. Five years. Five. Yeah, years? yeah. If okay. you were still like we a were talking about a lot. Here. Yeah, we we spun off a lot. If you were okay. still a super hardcore, like like, a, like we to, were in, yeah, trying to convert people and all of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I I mean, yeah. I'm still yeah, okay whatever. with that idea. But um, if we were like we were back then, where did I see myself five years? Um, man, exhausted. Um, yeah. tired. Yeah, yeah. I mean, wow. life life is yes. hard, and I I would say you you I totally understand when y'all were talking earlier about um, it's 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 tiring, like being on all the time. If you say you ascribe to a certain faith and you follow those rules, uh, or at least that's what you think people are expecting of you, like yeah. right, you see the self burdening that's going on mm, it's mm-hmm. that's tiresome i get it it's a totally an understandable reaction so um yeah i think it'd be really tired if i was of that level of faith but i don't think it's um bad i mean life 
yeah, life's hard. Um, life is short. And yeah, if you're, if you're like a, a lot of the Christians say, and gosh, the gospel songs, like the black church gospel songs, they talk about one day I'm going to rest. Wow, not today. Oh man. You know, like it's Hell hard. Yeah. It's tired. That was the best stuff. Like that so it's, it's, I think it's kind of like, okay, well, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing then, I guess, if you're tired. But the burdening, I don't think is is the way it should be. I don't think it should be like that. This like self-burden. Yes. Know? Yeah. That, yeah. But acknowledging the tiredness is like. Oh, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> but um, it really is. It's all exhausting. Like whatever, like if you're a Christian or if you're an atheist, if you're agnostic, or if you're Joe, like. <laughs> Because it's, it's life, all, yeah, it's, yeah, man. It's like, like these frail bodies. I mean, yeah, we're all playing the same game. Yeah, and like, and, and, and it's not only that. It's like you're all like, if you're like a intelligent human being, you're thinking about this stuff, at least somewhat thinking about it, or like it's informing your decisions or whatever you're doing. I think that's why we all love sports and music so much. Yeah. Because it is it is temporary distractions. If yeah. you get into a song and you're just singing the lyrics, you're not thinking. And if you get into like, oh, it's third down and four. I wonder if we're going to pass or run. You're, you're yeah. thinking that as opposed to, oh my god, mortgages and COVID and oh my god, like it, it is a it is a complete removal or the like complete distractions. Why we love it, and it's probably why we're collectively not doing so great right now with the <laughs> removal of all of that. Well, see, y'all were talking about death and this like obsession with the afterlife for so much of religion. And now, now you just talked about video games and great music and all these entertainment forms. Like mm. back then they didn't have that death with mm. a heaven. That sounds like that is sounds pretty damn good. Uh, life here sucks. We don't even have indoor plumbing. Like why would I want to be here? So I, I totally get that. So like a de- uh. there's kind of this new de-emphasizing naturally out of all of our conveniences of the afterlife. Right. And so I don't know about well, Vance. I know you didn't watch it, but Joe, I, I'm sure you probably will. Vance probably never will watch it, but I did send a YouTube link of these uh, two YouTubers that I really like. I think y'all would really like them. They were both on staff at crew campus crusade for Christ. Yeah. And they, a few months back, um, were went public with their faith deconstruction, right? So they went through this process and it was about a 10 year process for them. And they were very open and very candid about it. And there's, it, it got me thinking a lot about death. And here's, I want to share this quote with you guys. And remember, this is a guy who now describes himself as hopefully agnostic, not a Christian. He does not identify as Christian. He did the logical Whoa. He went through the logical thing like Vance did and studied the genome mapping and the historicity or whatever of the Bible and like the person of Jesus and controversies around that. Like he studied all that, that pierced his faith and his faith couldn't fill those gaps. So he arrived at these conclusions. So I'm going to share this quote. A question I've gotten from some people who are close to me, love me, is what do you think happens after you die? I don't know. I'm reasonably certain that you don't burn in hell because you were intellectually curious and honest, to put it bluntly. But honestly, I'm more interested now in what happens while I live. It's not so much what happens after you die, but what happens while you're alive. And I love the ending of that. Mm-hmm. And we were yeah. kind of touching on that. And I think that, like, that's it. Like, that's that's Christian Christianity is aligned with that perspective, at least the last part of it, right? Like, I don't know one Christian that's not going to be like, yeah, you know what? It's just not important. Maybe Calvinist, maybe, I don't know. But um, 
I'd say most of them would be like, yeah, when you're alive is super important. And that's your faith journey because your, your faith journey ends when you stop drawing breath and it's not over mm-hmm. until then. It's funny because like me and Lauren get into well not arguments but like I'll rant about religion when I'm r- ranting about religion whenever like something comes on and she's like yeah but no like there's I know a lot of people that are religious that have good things to say and have a healthy like view of this and what you just said is like really really powerful actually I think that's cool man I'm down yeah. for that like I'm down for that version of Christianity like. That's how we're gonna, if that's how Christianity is going to form itself, like, yeah, I'm down with that. The problem with that is that it kind of contradicts with the Bible. With one, what uh, one part in there does. But, <laughs> but like it's, what it's, about the whole homosexuality and like how you can't be homosexual and like, like the man is supposed to be above the woman and like, what were you going to do with that? The In this quote, I don't see where you get those issues. Oh, oh but, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, if, if you want to <laughs> go there, I, I guess we can just no, no. jump onto I'm, that train. I, I'm down with that quote. Like I love if that's where Christianity is going. Hell yeah. Like spread it. Yeah. But no, the problem is, is that you have the underlying like, it's the, the problem is the Bible is treated, in my opinion, and I'm probably overstepping, so I apologize if I if I step on toes. Dichotomy. It's like it's, it's the Bible is treated like it's Holy Spirit perfect thing. But it's the Holy Spirit, Christian, though. Every Christian I know chooses not to follow certain things. I mean, and I, I don't I don't mean any of the big shit. I, I mean like you can't have blended fibers. You can't have a cotton polyester blend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't leave your house on the Sunday. And I know that all got, and this is not fair for Gabe too. Yeah, like, I'm not, we should have brought not, this up with Steve. Why? Well, no, it, it, my only I'm issue so is surprised we, Vance said that I would have figured Vance would be like, hell no, we're talking about this with Gabe. He better have answers to the shit. Yeah. It's on no one you. person to provide answers for the their entire school of theology. But it, Gabe, in your opinion, is the Bible perfect? Yeah, this is totally not on the script. Um, if you and this is definitely Steve, you should you did take this up with Steve, but um, so generally I'd like to default to whatever Steve said. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Yeah, because he was on point. Nah, Steve nailed it. Well, because Steve knows what he's doing. But yeah, like I, I think if, if we can accept that every book is fallible, and we take the best parts and try to apply them to our lives, and Christianity has a lot to offer. As does Judaism, as does Buddhism. As a, if you want to pick a book and and say it's absolutely perfect and without flaw, that's where any religion would lose me because the book was written by a dude, and dudes are fucked up. No matter who they are, no matter when they wrote it, dudes are not perfect. So whoever wrote it, except for Dude Perfect, sorry, shout out to AM Gigum. <laughs> Hell yeah! Shout out to Dude Perfect. <laughs> We're gonna have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> they're a sponsor right yeah yeah no we're, we're gonna totally have them and then no, but I, I really like that that version of of christianity that you just painted like i'm down with that like i really like that i think we're starting to see a lot of that i mean i know we we hated, and i didn't really research go down this road a whole lot i did find some quotes from rob bell that i revisited and i was like actually that's not that bad but um i know we used to hate on that guy because he's very not a calvinist and Lots of Christian circles yeah, say we not even a Christian, yeah. but um, Rob Rob Bell is kind of a very ethereal guy. But there's there's I mean, and like I said, I really shouldn't even brought the guy up. But I would say that this is kind of 
a, a shift, I would say, that's happening away from a lot of these, like the don't ideologies, um, you know, what you do in ideology. life, what you do in life really, really matters, like an overemphasis of the afterlife as a fear tactic. I think we're getting away from that stuff because, okay. man, like it's, it's consistent with Jesus' teaching, like what you do in this life matters. And that's really important, actually. Even if it's not as a way to get to the next life, even if it's just as a way to treat your humans and your fellow brethren better. Man. That's- yeah. I mean, that was, that was, if sounds was, like Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. When they were, when they were saying the Pharisees were like, boil this down for us. What are the two biggest commandments or what is the greatest commandment or whatever? And God said, mm-hmm. love your God with, with your heart, soul, mind, strength. And then the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Right. Yep. So, I mean, that's it. Those are things you do. When you're alive. So, yeah. no, I like the, the Lenny Bruce quote. And this is from, I mean, years ago, decades Lenny ago. Lenny Bruce? Lenny Bruce. I love Lenny Bruce. He's godfather of stand up to circle back to my pathetic stand up career. But Lenny Bruce said, and this is way, way back. This is back in black and white days. He said, every day people are straying away from the church and going back to God. And if that's the idea Damn. we're taking, no, it's, Lenny Bruce is, he, he's amazing. He, he also said if Jesus had been killed in modern days, Catholic school children would be wearing little electric chairs around their necks instead of crosses. And <laughs> yeah, that's, just, that one. that's just, I love Lenny Bruce. But anyways, the, the idea of, of straying from the church and straying from the dogma, straying from the strict 90 degree angles and straying from the very clear cut rules, straying away from that, because that shit's all man-made and going to God, which is the point. I think that's, it seems like it's where we're going. I mean, the fact that Steve even allowed himself to say that, yeah, I think aliens could exist. Like, just just that alone is staggering. I don't think that would have been anybody that raised us in the churches and the schools we were raised in. I don't think they ever would have even gone there. I think there would have been a strict, quick, swift no. And to, to hear Steve, a pastor of a church, believe that aliens could and may, he had no issue saying maybe. Oh, that aliens? What are, what? Talking that? about aliens, Joe? Oh, no. Are you talking about aliens on I this podcast? Whoa, whoa. Where are we? What? This is the Chris Neo Red Pill Blueprint. <laughs> this is where we were. I can't even with this shit. <laughs> we were circular sunglasses. Without those things that go beyond your ears, like Morpheus did. And we try to blow your mind with interesting facts about our topic. Loss of faith. Why don't you lose your faith in you, your. Oh my god. Connected to iPhone. Gay. What is the most mind-blowing thing about your daily life through faith? What's the most mind-blowing thing that you could tell us right now about your faith? That I'm still alive and taking breath, and what am I supposed to do with it? That's actually it's a It's an overwhelming... That is actually plethora of possibility. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. No, no, that's the end of that sketch. That's how it goes. (laughs) Sorry, that was way too serious of an answer for this. We are going to keep the sketch going. All right, then I'm uh, 
then I'm a default to a George Carlin quote because I don't ever have an answer for this segment's advances. He's done this three times. I've never had an answer. Anyways, uh, George Carlin quote, tell people there's an invisible man in the sky who created the universe and the vast majority will believe you. Tell the same people that paint is wet and they have to touch it to be sure. And that's the Chris Neal blue or red bill segment. Or is it? Ugh. Absolutely lost control of this podcast. America. America. Fuck yeah. Coming again. Said a motherfucking name. America. America. Which firework would you choose to eradicate coronavirus? The biggest um, fucking firework there is, man. Nah, the big dude, one I, the sky. No, I want uh, I want mortar shells like we mortar shell, have. yeah, mortar, mortar shell. Oh, uh, like you shot it in the park yeah, at you, Vance's house. You, and yeah, yeah, but you backfired the, and hit you in the, the chest. Backfired and hit me in the chest. And you, you were <laughs> cursing. Fuck, 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 fuck. This the typical Joseph way. The base. Oh, I still curse. Have, this day. have y'all have y'all told <laughs> your uh, significant others what we did with fireworks? Have you seen the, the look on their faces? Yes. <laughs> yes. They, I think they don't believe me. I think they just think no, like, yeah, they don't. I don't think they believe me. When, they, when I tell Sarah, we used to drive around shooting Roman candles out of like car windows, like on no, the highway. It was a mortar shell. It was mortar shells. It was mortar shells. It was mortar, mortar shells. We were throwing them out of the car and we were shooting them out of the car. Out of the sunroof on the yeah. overpass of Ozark. Okay, I just thought of this. Thank God, uh, Gabe, when I was holding the base of the mortar shell and I was shooting at you when it broke and shot back at my chest. Thank God that happened when we were standing in a park. Because if we were driving down the highway and it broke through the base and blew up in in Vance's stepmom's Mercedes. Vance's stepmother's Mercedes we were driving. I was Fire in Rosebud, Texas. You oh my said God, I was on it, fire. The fucking police chiefs. <laughs> yes. Well, no, Gabe, Gabe Vance and I went to Rosebud, Texas because Vance yeah, was your grandma to... or something. I don't know why you were there. I don't know why we were there. Who who was family? Who were who my were grandma? We you were at my grandma's house, I think. We I stayed know. with your grandmother for a weekend. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I don't, I don't know, know why. <laughs> But we but were playing with fireworks. We, we doing, shot one our thing. to the side, and it caught fire. A bush that no, was touching no, the house no, 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 next no, no, door. No. It literally was touching a house. And it, was, it was on fire. We were doing the game where you light a mortar and you jump over it until it. Oh yeah, goes everyone off. plays that game. Everyone it's plays totally that common. game. That's a and common American if it, game. If it hits you in the butt, it explodes and it destroys your genitals, you and, <laughs> and you lose. Yeah, game over. That's... So Joe's jumping over it. And Joe kicked it over. Kicked the thing. And so it was pointed towards the fire chief's house. And it, oh, it was shot. The fire chief, not the <laughs> yeah. oh, man. It shot towards the fire chief's house. It exploded on his house. And it caught his, the side of his house on fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> Run over there. I don't put it out. Oh, uh, yeah. So, Good times. Good times. Anyways, uh, podcast viewers, we were unsafe with fireworks. Yeah, don't do that. Anybody listening at home, don't do that. Actually, do it. It's really fucking fun. Do it. It is really, it is really painful, and I say it's painful on purpose. That's yeah, not legal advice. Yeah, do not do that. It's it's <laughs> no, very it. painful, it's really both fun. physically, physically painful and financially painful. And I'm saying the word painful over and over so I can circle to the last question we have, uh, Gabe's question again. So many good questions, bro. Thank you again. Uh, how do you 
process pain in life now compared to when you still had your Christian beliefs? Vance, do you want to start? Or stronger Christian beliefs. Yeah, whatever. Um, I think it's easier now. I think I don't have to like go through like a filter of like, all right, I got to run through the God filter now. Like what's going on? Um, I don't know, man. This is hard because when you get older, you kind of realize what uh, trauma you've gone through. If it's little or less, whatever you've gone through. So it's, it's hard. Um, I'm sure with kids, it's like, holy shit, like this is a way different ballgame than what I was dealing with before. Um, but I'd say, I mean, it'd be nice if like some guy was there to talk to. That'd be cool. Like I, I wish that was there. Um, I use my dogs for that, I guess now. <laughs> I talk to my dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me too. But Sometimes. yeah. But yeah, I don't think it was it, – it'd be that different. Um, I think the only difference would be that I would be praying, I guess. Oh, that's really weird. Yeah. No, so no. Fair. Yeah, no difference. Um, I, I would say there is a difference, at least for me. Um, I'm not going to say who, and we can talk about this once we stop recording. Uh, shout out to Ryan for cutting this out. Um, a lot of people, they say, apparently that some of the cycles of grief, um, if you lose a loved one, is some people get angry at God or, or you know, why did you do this or why did you take them away? Um, I still believe in God. You know, I've said that a couple of times. It's, it's clear. I, I believe in something. I don't know what it is necessarily, but I do. But when, uh, I mean, you know, for my father died of a heart attack a year ago and six days or whatever. Anyways, um, I, I never blamed God. I never got angry with God. Um, in my opinion, at least nowadays, I don't think God is a thing that can be blamed. Um, it, blaming God to me feels like blaming a coin for landing on tails when you wanted heads. It's, it's not, that's not a thing. It's not, it's not a, an avenue that is even rightfully blamed. I don't think it's, in the way I view God, I don't think God was sitting up there and goes, all right, it's 2.38 and let's kill Joe's dad. Bang. Like that's fucking not how I don't think that's how shit works. So honestly, I am pretty sure uh, that I processed the the fact I accepted his death faster because I didn't have to ask like, ooh, I wonder what the divine plan for my father's death was. Or And I had people tell me and I had to just smile and bear it because I'm not going to be a dick at a funeral. The people were like, well, you know – God took him because he's building his army in heaven. Fuck you. <sighs> to be clear, anyone listening at home, never tell anyone that you're an asshole. Fuck yeah. you. Ryan, cut that out. That was aggressive. But <laughs> fuck you. Seriously. That's, don't tell people that. That's Ryan, horrible. Ryan, are you listening? To tell me that God chose to kill my dad, do you want me to hate God? Is that what you're trying to make me do? It's so silly. And I didn't believe any of that shit. So I didn't run it through that. Like Vance, I'm going to steal your turn. That God filter. I didn't feel the need. It just, yeah. it happened. It, it, old, old men have heart attacks. Like that friggin' happens. So like, I didn't ask the divine. I wonder what this means for my fucking, he died. So like, I actually, I personally think I process pain better or grief better because I just accept it. It just, it just is a thing that happens. So a couple of follow-ups. Do you think that'd be more more attributable to your maturity rather than your mm. 
change yes, in faith. Also, yes, same thing with the guilt, uh, the, the guilt of you know what sinning back in the day. I think I think age that that's you know maturity, whatever. Same similar similar facets there. Okay. Ditto. Another follow up, I guess, for when you were talking about your dad, I'm, I'm you know I want to know what's what was a response with when your pet dad passed. What was a response that you got that you were like that really helps? Like, uh, thank you for saying that. I, that is a heartfelt. I feel your sympathy. Thank you. You know, well, this, this actually brings us the thing, but like, I feel bad that I wasn't like, when I called you, Joe, I was like, all I could say was like, I don't know what to say. Cause that's he, made, he, he meant a lot to me. I almost know? wish you hadn't said that Vance. Cause that's what I was going to say. I had a handful of people, uh, Vance and, uh, the Pratt brothers. I, I don't know if you guys listen to this, but shout out to the Pratt brothers and some others. Uh, who the only thing, and this is just, I'm only speaking on my own personal experience that, that for all I know, maybe some people want to hear that God killed your mother to take her up to heaven. I don't know. Some people want to hear that. Maybe they do. I personally didn't, I didn't want to hear that kind of shit. Um, I appreciated that you called me up and just, Hey man, I'm here for you. I don't understand. I don't know what happened. And you admitted in the moment that we don't know why it, and that that's all I wanted to hear in that moment was just someone else to also feel the fucking what? kind of a moment just the wait what now kind of a, like not that they not that you had a a direct line to the divine plan and you knew that like, nobody knows i'm sorry but no, at least in my opinion i could be wrong nobody knows when or why you're gonna die nobody yeah. and now it, it, they say that you know maybe god knows your your time is up and everybody's days are numbered and fine sure but then it's like it's like if steve would have been in this situation there's no way steve would have been like Hey, bro, God. No, exactly. Like, Steve's like I a good yeah, guy. I, like, he would have been like, just, I, I, I think like, it's just, I'm really sorry. You're I think that. the core of it is no one knows what to say. No one knows yeah. how to help anyone because you can't. At the, at the true baseline of it, and again, I'm just speaking for me, you cannot help someone through grief. You can be there for them. You can bring them food and you can help them pass time. But as far as helping anyone with the emotion that is grief, you as a person cannot help anyone else as a person process that it's a it's a deeply personal thing and to assume you can help is the mistake to assume you cannot help is what actually helps at least for me i could be wrong at least for me admitting i don't fucking know how to help you is the thing that helped me the most okay thanks for sharing i i yeah. had to go look up I, oh shit what did i tell joe <laughs> you know like, what did I, tell? <laughs> I remembered i remembered i texted you but i was like oh, i hope it didn't no the ears was fine as but and to be wrong i'm not mad at anybody the, the, the few people didn't tell me that i one is a very good friend and i'm not mad at if, if you're listening you might know who you are and i love you no matter what still but i mean i'm not mad at anybody for in the moment in my head i was yelling fuck you but i'm not you know i get it they everybody just wants to help and i appreciate that anyone would have wanted to help the idea that you are going to help is ludicrous. So I think that's something that just needs to be accepted before you try to help. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I, so I thought about death a lot. Sorry. If, just continuing on the topic. No, dude, because death has been, we talked about death a lot. Yes, we do. Y'all do. Yeah. Um, central to life. Religion. Like it, yeah, it is though. That's the other side of the coin, man. It's what yeah. makes life living. And so, like, thinking about that quote, I was like, yeah, it is. It's so much. And I, it, it made me think about um, – because one of your questions for Steve was, like, what happens in the afterlife? It made me look look at um, near-death experiences and people who have, quote-unquote, come back from death. You know, people who their heart stopped. I'm talking medical thing. Yeah, yeah. Their yeah. heart stopped for X number of minutes or whatever and uh, pronounced legally dead. Mm -hmm. And then, oh. Hey, you're back. 
they're awake. Um, they're you're breathing, dead. y'all. So it happens, and they come back with some crazy stories. Okay, yeah, like, man. and I don't mean crazy in terms of like, oh, that's a weird dream you had. That just doesn't make any sense. They come back mm-hmm. with things that are like, oh, uh shit like yeah. that's really heavy and i know exactly what that means you know yeah. <laughs> like that's it, unmistakable it, it makes sense and it makes sense yeah yeah and um i mean if you're i, I really would wish vance was sick for this but that's okay I know, like if, if you're a person that's not a faith like how do you is, is is your reasoning for explaining that just limited to your synapses that are left over firing in your brain from all of your random memories and that's it like we're just continually somehow left with experience after experience of uh near-death experiences with visions that all make sense and all have a bent you know like coincidence okay yeah it could be look i don't know i'm not gonna i don't either personally i think the soul is permanent or or the essence or you you, whatever it is that makes you 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 know i don't whatever i don't Mm. like whatever something in you is permanent just in the in the fact that matter cannot be created nor destroyed so why is your consciousness something that can be created or destroyed so i think whatever does happen after death it is something and now i don't know if you know i've never died right back my own my my uncle Mike uh, did. He was dead for three and a half minutes one time. Oh wow! Whoa! And he and he came back. And we, uh, th- I was, but actually, I was down at Texas State. He was living in San Marcos. And uh, Sam, both my brother Sam and I were both going to Texas State at the time. And he died. He fucking died and came back. And he he was still alive for like the next six seven months. So we went and spent a ton of time with him. And uh, he said he don't remember anything. Really, he, he has nothing. Up, he, and in his now, there's plenty of people that say they do remember things. There's sure. Things. So I mean, it's not. But he literally goes, yeah, he goes, I don't believe this. I don't wow. Nothing. He literally now he was an atheist, so I don't know. I don't know if going into it, I mean, and this is this is going way past. This is way off script and way there's. I have no basis to backhand this shit up. Sure. I don't know if if potentially what it is you think happens hmm. actually happens. And now this is just be this is beyond any logic. I'm not going to try and prove anybody, but I there's a chance, there's a potential that what you believe, what you want to have happen, is the thing that happens. And he is one of the people who I had talked to who wanted nothing. He said after death, he hopes nothing. He just wanted to be done. He was an old, tired man. He was divorced. He was done with life. And that's what he got. And I don't know if that's self-fulfilling prophecy. I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know shit. But that's what he said he got. I mean, damn, dude. Endorphins are are a very um, strong thing. So if I'm dying, I hope I get pumped, pumped full of them. Nice. <laughs> sure would. I mean, it's it's a it's a very pragmatic, morbid thought uh, and happy. Kind of, it's yeah. About as happy okay. of a it's morbid thing you could put it. Yeah. If that's so, in your okay. death plan, you know. Yeah. Sounds great. Honestly. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're we're out of questions. Anybody got uh, a last thought, last word here? Um, uh, I think. Um, I think both of these, like both these podcasts with Gabe and with Steve. Like, that'd been great because it shows that we can all have very different thoughts, but we can all be, be like cool with each other. Yeah. And maybe Absolutely. like we're not all screwed. Mm-hmm. Genuinely <laughs> like, though, that's yeah, like, that's cool. Yeah, that's all I got. I uh, yeah, I got a couple of things. Um, it, I ne- I never paused to respect 
what it takes to um, have a coming out, right, of I'm not a Christian anymore. And I never was in a maturity level to uh, understand it or to think about in from your perspective and live in your shoes for that moment, what it would feel like and what I'd have to go through. And this qu- quote from that same um, YouTube ret, ret and link uh, video, I really put it into perspective for me and it really helped me get in a mindset to come to you guys with all this stuff. And he says, you see, I saw Christianity as this boat in a very stormy sea. It's stable. There's a lot of people on it. It's got a destination. You're going to get through this. It gives you something to hold on to. It gives you stability. It gives you purpose. It gives you direction. It gives you community. And when I jumped ship, I didn't jump to another boat. I jumped into the water and I pulled my wife and my children in with me. I jumped into a sea of uncertainty. And that's where I've lived for about six years. Hmm. And that 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 quote... Um, summed it up really well and it put me in your shoes and in a very real way because we have a we came from the same circle of faith right Mm -hmm. and so now all these all these people that i've i have to just all these conversations and all this encouragement and all of these the embarrassing moments all the stuff we've talked about the memories flooded my head for Mm -hmm. for memories that i would have to be I was fear. I was overwhelmed with fear because I would have to confront those yeah. with people who I confided in. I had accountability with. I experienced hand-raised worship with, you oh, know, yeah. and um, it gave me a respect for you that wasn't I, – I, I didn't even know to ask that question before studying the podcast. So thank you for that perspective. Um, that's on a personal note. And then I have a one more sum up quote, just kind of for the general, because we're we're beaten up on beaten up on the poor church. Church is filled with imperfect people, and it takes it takes a lot of it dishes and it takes a lot of abuse, right? Um, because it's imperfect people. So this I thought this quote from quote from Mike Mc, McCargue is about his coming back to faith story, uh, because he was raised a Christian left Christianity, and then came back to Christianity. And his quote um, says, "While, But while skepticism has offered an essential critique of religion at its worst, it doesn't answer the human need for purpose and connection the way faith does. So I thought that was a I like a, that. An, an encouraging quote. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's – no, I like that. It's not, it's not fair to only judge religion at its worst. Sure, it has downsides. But the upsides are equally good because you can. The upsides are great. I think. I think. I think. I think. If, if I'm going to come up from like the most cynical view, I think it it touches on things that we all want and need. Yeah, yeah, and it it's got a plan to get there. the The plan, as it's been executed, as gone astray. I don't know. Been been executed in in really messy and hurtful ways also been executed well i mean but you don't hear about those nearly as much like the the bad news makes the headlines but i thought that quote was was also true if you flip it around for you know any any religion and or non non non-religion you know while skepticism offered an essential critique of atheism at its worst it still doesn't answer the need so i i think the most beautiful thing uh one of the only uh quotes that i really like by richard dawkins um he said and uh, to find it but essentially he says god probably doesn't exist 
So stop worrying and live your life. Mm-hmm. And although I disagree because I do think God probably exists, I like the sentiment behind it. It's attempting to help calm the general masses that are scared. And I think it's the same idea that religion is trying to do. It's trying to help calm the general masses that are scared. So that's going to bring me to, I've got two quotes that just kind of end this off. Uh, Gilbert Chesterton said, the danger of loss of faith in God is not that one will believe in nothing, but rather that one will believe in anything, end quote. But here's the deal. I know what he was going for there. But honestly, I think that's a beautiful thing. I think we should all be allowed to believe in anything that helps us. Because just like John Lennon and Paul McCartney wrote, whatever gets you through the night, it's all right. It's all right. Cue that that's up. It, man. Where's that, our- that's friggin' it, man. And then yeah. uh, I did want to, I tried to have REM queued up, but after all the issues that Ryan's been having, uh, you know, that's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. That was going to be how we ended this shit, but we might get sued for copyright. I don't actually know how that works. So I'm not going to play a full song. Yeah. You know what? Y'all, I love you guys. Thank you. you too, Seriously. This has, yeah, been so much, this has been so, so much fun. And uh, yeah, let's do it again sometime. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Absolutely. guys.